It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. The AP, Adam Peacock, yeah. getting some airtime in Belgrade. He's on the line. How's your Serbian? Uh, yeah, it hasn't improved. Um, but <laughs> the Serbian volley game. This week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I did learn this week that my name in Serbian is spelled P-I-K-O-K. They just don't muck around the serves. They, they just like nah. they spell it how they say it. Yeah, so, uh, Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, on the Peacock. line is Adam Peacock uh, from Peacock. <laughs> from Melbourne Park. You called Gail Monfils' match, so he did it pretty easy, mate. Six one, six one, six three over Frederica Coria, and we've got Rafa out there. I, can I ask you the same thing that I asked Steph Brantz earlier about the vibe around Melbourne Park without Novak? So, not the drama that led us up to there, but walking in today knowing that the number one player. He's not there. Yeah, well, I don't know what I should have expected or might have expected, but walking in, it's like a it's like a talking point, but no one's besotted by it because there's so much to take in. Like, you've got Rafa playing now, and we've got Kokonakas a bit later on, a number of Aussies and a number of top players and emerging players, Naomi Osaka. So there's, there's so much to be distracted with to pay attention to that, yeah, the Novak story is in the rear vision mirror only just. But it's not as if it's like everyone's walking around just talking about it and like having conversations with people you haven't seen in a while when you catch up with the tennis tournament. and mm. It comes up in conversation, but it doesn't dominate the whole thing. So it, it's there, but it's in the background. It's amazing how quickly the game, any game, can move on from a scandal or a drama once the action yeah. actually starts. So you mentioned a couple of the Aussies um, out there and, and Ash Barty's going to be right in the focus tonight. And she's kind of gone under the radar, weirdly enough, because we've been we've been worried about what's been going on in the federal court instead of the number one seat on the women's side. Yeah, and and nothing really goes on with Ash anyway, so there's nothing to really intently pay attention to because you know that her preparation, looking at her on face value, couldn't have gone any better. Now we don't know for sure and certain because secrets can be kept pretty well in tennis, but. I mean, she's been practicing. She wins in Adelaide. She pulls out of Sydney because she wants that preparation rather than more matches. She just wants to get on the court down here in Melbourne. Um, yeah, it's, I, I can't figure out how it could have been better for Ash in terms of preparation ahead of tonight. Um, preparation's good when you come in winning a tournament along the way. Wasn't it awesome to see Fanasi Kokonakis take that uh, ATP Tour title and bring that to Melbourne Park, especially, mate, after the run that this kid's had? Yeah, oh, he's he's had everything under the sun, and and some of it is his own fault for coming back too quick or not really paying attention to his body when it wasn't feeling great, and then something more sinister happens off the back of that. But yeah, he's he's had pec injuries, um, leg injuries, he had glandular fever. He's he's had everything thrown at him. But now I think he's got his body right. He, he knows how to approach it a bit better. He's got the knowledge of what to avoid and what to sink his teeth into and and look it, in 12 months time that's going to be the the, the true indication for, for Nancy Kokonakis 
given how much talent he's got, he just needs to have a full year on the main tour. He's gone up to 103 now in the rankings, which is now going to get him into Grand Slams automatically. And he's only going to build on that. So he's then going to get hopefully inside top 60. So that gets him into Master Series events automatically. So he doesn't need to go the grind of qualifying or Challenger Tour. So, yeah, big match for him this afternoon against a qualifier from Germany, Hampman. But if he wins that, he's probably playing Rafa. So he'll get a good indication of where exactly he's at in the second round, perhaps. Yeah, and John Millman's got Feliciano Lopez. We've just been having the discussion about Rafa uh, in particular, about what's on top. And and when Brooksy's very interested about when he actually takes the stage to get out the razor and, and just get rid of it all. Well, you two don't need to worry about this, and you two give O as well. Um, me, on the other hand, I, I can sympathise with what Rafa is going through at the moment with the, um, yeah, the, the baboon's backside appearing all of a sudden in the back of the head. It's an unfortunate situation. So, um, so he's got two ways of approaching it. You get a hat, and he wears a hat a lot in practice. So yeah. I don't know why he doesn't play in it. Um, or does he do what he's doing? One thing he has to do, absolutely, is put some sun cream there. Yes. Because if he doesn't put sun cream there, he's going to get ridiculously burnt on the top of his head. But look, he, he's the man. He can do what he wants, really. He's, um, he's earned what he's earned. And, and he's actually, in a wider sense, the, the last week, he has been the voice of common sense. Yep. Every word he's spoken is pretty much in keeping with what every normal person would think of this whole situation. So, yeah, hopefully he has a good tournament and obviously he's going to bump into Thanasi in all probability. So yeah. that's unfortunate. But if, if he's there at the back end of the second week, it, it, it'll be a good tournament for everyone. So with no Novak, who do you look at as the standout favourite now, do you think, or if there is a standout favourite in the men's side? Yeah, I've got Medvedev way out in front. Yeah. Way out in front. Because firstly, he's, he's unbelievable hard-court record. He's, he's got... Oh, I think it's about 8,000 points or nearly 9,000 points rankings. 85% of those have come on hard course. It's his thing. Five sets, he knows how to do it. He's beaten Novak at Novak's top on a hard court at the US Open. So he's got that positivity going forward that knowing how to get it done in a major all of a sudden. I, I, I just think well, there's too many variables with the others. Sitsabas is not far off. He nearly got there at the French Open last year, two sets of love up in the final. Zverev, he's still unproven in my eyes at five-set tennis against the very best. Rafa, is he still capable of playing seven back-to-back hard matches, even though the one he's in at the moment? I, I just can't see a reason why Medvedev isn't clearly the favourite, which he is on a lot of markets. But I, I've got him down as a, I wouldn't say a moral, because there's 128 in the draw, but he's a heavy favourite in my eyes. I've got to stick with you too, and he'll be first up. Well, he'll be up tomorrow afternoon about one thirty. so he's got Henry Laksonen in the first round. He'll make light work of him. And, and the point that you just well, raised, yeah. the point you just raised is a real good one that a lot of people forget, especially about this tournament, is you've got to win seven. You've got to win seven on the mm. trot to go, and quite often one of one or two or three, maybe all of those seven are going to go the distance and you've got to be ready for the entire two weeks. Now, Rafa knows how to do that. Will the body hold up? Not sure. But then Medvedev is just white hot on this surface. So it sets up a, a really fascinating tournament without Novak. Um, better let you get back to it, mate. What's 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 your call next? I'm doing the, the Cock and Arcus match, actually, oh. with um, my old mate from uh, years gone by at Fox, Wally Masseur. So looking forward to this. <laughs> it could be... Yeah, it could be some ridiculous chat in uh, in the midst of in between points and things. But no, looking forward to seeing how Stanasi backs up because he's he's had a long two weeks 
lot of court time. So hopefully he's okay physically and mentally. Mm. Hey, Ads, it's Brooksy. I've got one question for you. I know you, you've got all your attention on the Oz Open. You're down at Melbourne Park, but you've got to have one eye on St. James Park and some of the signings that they've just done in the transfer window. Kieran Trippier from Atletico and Chris Wood. I know you're a big Wood fan. What do you think of the uh, <laughs> signings there, mate? Yeah, Tri- Trippier's the, the better one, obviously, on kind of reputation and playing with England and all of that and playing with Spurs and, and having a good reputation there. But Chris Wood is a, like a like a, a need now, a, a striker that, yeah, there was a ridiculous thing going around that we're going to sign Messi and going to sign Mbappe and all that crap. No, they're in a relegation dogfight at the moment. So it weakens one of the relegation rivals in Burnley. Um, it gets someone in there who is a noted Premier League goal scorer, especially in the second half of the season. His stats read really well in the second half of seasons. And just a really intelligent player um, that, in a position that we need to fill at the moment. So, yeah, paid a lot of money, but when you put it in the realm of, okay, we paid £20 million for him, but at stake is thirty three hundred million pounds to stay in the Premier League, it could be a very, very good investment, but time will tell. Mm. Beautiful. Nice work. Adam Pickock, our Serbian correspondent. Uh, this is this is apparently how we say goodbye to you in Serbian. Ready? Well done. Well done. Are you right? I thought it sounded like Gibbo just got run over. Bless you. Well done. There you go. That's one for your next cross. I'll, I'll keep it in mind. <laughs> See you, mate. Thanks for your time. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um... Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.